morning and welcome back to St. Anne's Weekly Midweek Reflections. It's great that you're able to be with us this morning as we continue to journey through the Book of Psalms, which I know lots of you are finding really helpful and really useful. So today I thought we'd continue to look at another one of those Psalms. So we're going to look at Psalm 1, which is actually the first book, the first Psalm in the Book of Psalms. I'm going to share that with you now. Again, you might want to uh, get a Bible yourself and share and read as I as I read through, or come back to it later and read it again afterwards. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Psalm 1 is obviously the introduction to the greatest collection of poetry that's ever been written, uh, which is also known as the Psalter, the book of Psalms. And as we read the Psalms, we come face to face, as I've said many times, with a whole range of human emotions and human experiences, which is why I think we find them really useful. But they also bring us into the very presence of God. We don't actually know who the author of uh, Psalm 1 is, but here he declares the, the, the final outcome, if you like, of two ways. One way, which is to God, to happiness, and the other way is the way of sinners or the wicked, as he calls it. The people of God to whom the psalmist is speaking about are the people who have received God's salvation, God's favour and God's blessing. And they are called to show their gratitude by the way they live their life. They should respond faithfully to God's directions for life. And it's the path that leads to blessedness, to happiness. Verse 1, it's like a declaration. Blessed is the man. What a fantastic and a positive start to the book of Psalms. We start with a blessing. Here is joyful affirmation. Some people translate blessed as happy. Other translations might be how rewarding is the life of or to be envied is the man who here is basically happy is the man or happy is the person. The Psalter begins by proclaiming the blessedness of the godly. And at the end of the psalm, Psalm 150, it calls all living things to praise God both in heaven and on earth. Let everything, it says, have breath, that has breath. Praise the Lord. But here in Psalm 1, the godly are to walk in the ways of God rather than the ways of the world or the wicked, as it's written here in verse 1. The wicked are here, that they're seen as enemies of God. To walk in the way of the wicked means to follow their advice, or to follow the ways of the world rather than God's ways. We are to walk in the ways 
and in the counsels of God, nothing more and nothing less. The godly are to stand, to station themselves in the ways of God. This is, if you like, a a deliberate action that you have to take. Sinners, on the other hand, are people who miss the mark or who deviate or fall away from God's standards, straying from the right path and going on their own way. To stand in the way of sinners is to share in that way of life. And we are called to share in God's way of life. The godly, it says, are to sit or to settle in the presence of God. It's that feeling of security uh, or the feeling that being at peace, that, that being at home can bring. Christians are to settle themselves, to be at home, if you like, in the presence of God and of his people, praising him and telling of his greatness. We're not called to sit with the mockers. There are places that we as Christians should not go. The scoffers or the mockers, they laugh at the ways of the wise and the righteous. They set themselves against God. They're, they're, if you like, they're in opposing camps. And as Christians, we need to be aware that we are in a spiritual battle here on earth. And as Christians, our task is to bring people out of the opposing camp into God's camp. I suppose the second part of this psalm is one of demonstration. Here, the psalmist tells us the godly delight in the law of the Lord. It is not difficult or an unbearable yoke. It's the delight of the godly person. God's law is their concern or their preoccupation, their passion. Why? Because it demonstrates it and it speaks of love. God's love for his people. It it speaks of life, the, the kind of life that God wants for his people. And it speaks of forgiveness, the kind of forgiveness that only God can give. It also speaks of acceptance, the kind of acceptance that only God can give. And it shows us the way God wants us to walk. The law of the Lord or the word of God, that's what we're called to follow. I wonder, do you? Do you read God's word? Do you love God's word? Do you live God's word? And do you, do you demonstrate God's love by the way that you live your life? The word the psalmist uses uh, for meditate is, is a similar word to that that's used um, as for a lion who's watching over his prey um, in Isaiah 31 verse 4. Concentration is so important. Fixing your eyes upon something, really looking at it. Can you imagine uh, the lion licking his lips in anticipation of a good meal? Do you hunger after the word of God? Do you feed upon God's word? Do you study it diligently, seeking guidance for life from the giver of life, rather than from those who ridicule God and defiantly reject his law? Verse 3 the compassion of sorry the comparison of the godly man with this luxuriant tree is it's a well-known one in in the old testament the godly man is planted a person's happiness is entirely due to what god has done when a person is converted it is entirely due to god and to god's action and to god's love 
Such a tree planted by God can withstand the buffeting of the winds. And as it grows and flourishes, it becomes a blessing to people, to animals and to birds. It is blessed by God because it is planted by God. But it in turn becomes a blessing to others. And this is so Old Testament. The children of Israel were blessed by God in order to become a blessing for God, demonstrating the greatness of God to his world. The tree is planted by streams of water and it produces fruit. And what an amazing picture we have here. It's the picture of the Christian, planted by God, placed by the living stream in order to produce fruit. When this happens, it makes God happy. And there is joy in heaven when a sinner repents and turns to God. And finally, we're talking about destination. Verse 5, the enemies of God, sinners, those who have not repented, they're likened to chaff. They're blown away. The chaff is carried away by the slightest breeze. It is scattered and it is useless. The sinners, it says, will not stand at the judgment. They will not be able to withstand God's wrath. When he judges them, they will be blown away. They will be banished from his sight forever. Depart from me, for I never knew you. God's people, those who honour him, those who order their way of life, trying to do his will, will stand in his presence and receive from him the ultimate accolade. Well done, our good and faithful servant. Verse 6, the final outcome of these two ways. The Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. I wonder which path are we on? Which way are we going? Today, let's commit ourselves to walking the way of the Lord, to walk his way, to stand in his presence, to sit, to settle ourselves, to make ourselves at home in his presence. If we do these things, we'll be declaring the blessedness of being with the Lord. We'll be demonstrating God's love forgiveness, acceptance and life in practical ways. We'll ultimately reach our destination, which is to be with the Lord forever. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this psalm that speaks of two ways. Help us, Lord, to follow your ways, to live lives that are pleasing to you that we might ultimately reach the destination that you have prepared for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for sharing with me yet again. Um, and I hope to see you either next Wednesday during our online reflections or at church on Sunday. But until then, God bless.